This is BC Worldwide, a podcast of overseas instruction and counseling. We report on the biblical counseling movement around the world. I'm your host, Andrew Rogers. You can learn more about BC Worldwide on our website at bcworldwide.org. There you can read articles and listen to podcasts that tell the stories of God's grace through biblical counseling. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at BC Worldwide. Today, I have the privilege of speaking with Jesse and Anna Cesario as they share about God's grace through biblical counseling in Japan. Glad to be here with Jesse and Anna who live in Tokyo, Japan. Jesse, Anna, hi. Hey, good to be here. Hi, good to see you. So tell me just a little bit as we get going. Jesse, I know you're you're there and, and doing ministry. Um, and it's at Tokyo. Is it Tokyo Baptist Church? Is that the name of the church? Yeah, that's right. Okay. TBC. And uh, so you're there, and uh, you have this incredible responsibility of overseeing the biblical counseling ministry there. Uh, and so, uh, and you guys have been, uh, well, you've been there since 2003. Is that, is that correct? I've been in Japan since 2003, yes. Okay. And then you and Anna got married in 2006. Right. That's right. Okay. And so, um, Anna, just over to you just a little bit. Can you uh, uh, introduce your family? Just tell us a little bit um, about, uh, I know you have three kids. You can tell us just a little bit about them. Okay. um, I have three kids. Um, I have one eldest son is right now. 13 years old and uh, he's homeschooling right now and uh, the middle son is second grade eight years old and he's going to Japanese school and uh, the youngest girl is um, she's going to a yochian what do you call kindergarten Japanese kindergarten and um, I forgot to tell their name Dade and Shiloh and Sophia Wonderful. That's great. And, uh, and so you, uh, now just to kind of make sure I understand correctly, you guys, you guys both, you met at Tokyo Baptist church. Is that correct? Or did you meet at a different church? No. Um, we met at Tokyo Baptist church. Okay. And, and you got baptized, Anna, you got, you were baptized at the church. That's right. Okay. And just, you you had mentioned that there were five services, and so you you're kind of thinking I might not I might have missed that baptism. So there's five services at the church. <laughs> yeah, at that time I'm not sure if there was five. It could have been four or five, but yeah. <laughs> okay. I, uh, I probably missed the baptism because <laughs> I didn't know who she was when I met her the first day. So. <laughs> okay, but but it sounded like it. Uh, you you knew you knew pretty early on she was going to be your wife. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was that day that we met. So <laughs> proceeded from there. Yeah, yeah. That's. I guess it doesn't get much earlier than that uh, than the day you met. But uh, but that's great. And so, so you guys have been married. This is uh, this year. I guess would be fifteen years. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Mm, that's right. Oh, very wow. cool. And so, um, and then Jesse, you've been at the at Tokyo Baptist now, serving uh, in ministry there. You're you're one of the pastors there. And remind me again, how many years have you been there? Um, well, I started attending s- since 2005, and I was active in ministry since then. Um, after leaving for seminary, serving in Osaka as a missionary, and coming back, I've been here since 2017. 
that's when I wasn't on staff at that time, but I was working with uh, the biblical counseling ministry. And I guess from there, about a year later, I came on staff. Yeah, about 2018. Right. We attended OIC uh, conference yeah. for over two years. Yeah, that's there. an interesting story because yeah. the day we had just happened to come to uh, TBC uh, on the day of the deadline for mm-hmm. the biblical counseling program. Right. We just got in and we just applied and and we just um yeah, we were we were encouraged to to sign up. And so I was like, yeah, I'm not really sure about this, but we did anyway because I was thinking about the, you know, the time commitments. And so we we signed up um almost on a whim. And then all of a sudden, we were just like super involved. I mean, I was helping with, you know, with the classes and everything. So it was God's timing there. Right. And so was that your introduction to biblical counseling or had you been exposed to that before then? Well, my wife, yeah, you can talk about that if you want. Right. Um, before Jesse went to the seminary, I know Ju- Judy, Dennis and Judy was already into biblical counseling field. So right. Those, we, that's, that was the previous uh, senior right. pastor so and they, his wife. They were kind of offering some classes, like what it is about. So we were taking you know, the, their classes, like mm. to see what it's like. Then I was more, a lot more interested in biblical counseling than Jesse at the time. Mm-hmm. Then after we moved to Texas and I was um, encouraged, I, I wanted, I was interested still, and I was encouraged to take some um, biblical counseling courses that um, seminary was kind of offering. Right. And uh, uh, she took courses with under Dr. Babbler. What is, what's that organization called? Like a biblical, the Riley Biblical Counseling biblical Riley Center Counseling um, at the Riley in, Center Institution or something yeah. like that. Oh, um, yeah. Then I took took about two years or so. Also, right. that it's quite similar you know, to the to what OIC offers, but but it's different. It's it's more basic, and I I was really happy to take the course again when um, when we moved back to Tokyo when I heard about OIC so that was I felt like that was (laughs) more for me (laughs) than anything but yeah I really hope Jesse will yeah so Anna was able to get her a certificate in biblical counseling while she was there okay now all right so you're taking these classes what what uh maybe just talk a little bit about the first impression as you're as you're sitting in these modules and you're learning uh, about mm. the just just the first impression, and then maybe uh, with that first impression, just then how did that affect uh, your lives? Mm. Uh, well, I was very excited about it, and um, I always wanted to take you know courses like um, in a bigger scale, like OIC, you know, offered to us, and. It, um, especially um, in a deeper level uh, than I learned before um, with the uh, assignment and practical assignments and all that. And I could, um, as I study <laughs> um, with OIC, I felt um, I could examine myself more personal um, level. <laughs> and I think... Uh, it was very, uh, yeah, exciting thing just to 
you know? Yeah. Then I just felt, um, how do I say? Yeah, I wanted to learn more and more about it. Yeah, for <laughs> yeah. me, um, you know, I, having having the MDiv, which, you know, which was very uh, practical and, and academic and theological at the same time, um, I didn't really understand the importance of biblical counseling. And so I, I remember getting into, you know, the first module that you're mentioning and thinking about all of this. And I'm like, you know, this really is something that's that's absolutely necessary. And I'm, I was kind of wondering, like, why wasn't it offered as part of as part of the MDiv as well? You know, at least having one course required for biblical counseling. And, I, and, and as it started to open up more and more, I started to realize how important biblical counseling was for the ministry. And I think that the training has really opened my eyes up to how I can minister to people mm. in, a, in, a, in a very direct and much needed way. Mm. Yeah. Can you share a little bit more about that in the sense of, so in your role there at the church, so you're a pastor, you're giving oversight to biblical counseling. Um, you've gone through it. You're sitting mm-hmm. there looking at your own training thinking, wow, uh, why didn't we have a little bit more of that? Um, you know, we, and so how important that is. And so, okay. So now implications for your ministry. So now how has this impacted the way that you pastor? And, and then if you can move from that, not only the way you pastor, but even in the sense of equipping the people in Mm -hmm. your, under your care, uh, to Mm -hmm. counsel as well. Can you, can you speak to that? Sure. Well, I'm also in charge of our, um, small groups our small groups ministry. And the great thing is that VC can filter into there. And I actually, I taught a, um, I had, we had a, like a, like a one day meeting where I did training for our small group leaders. And I, I taught, you know, the, the principles of biblical counseling in there. Um, and that I think is, was important to do because our small group leaders need to be able to handle, you know, the, the surface layer of things that might come their way. And I've seen some fruit with that. I've also seen it where people are working with each other in different ways now. And I I think now that they have a background, now that they have some kind of platform or foundation to stand on with the biblical counseling, they're able to integrate um, how to minister to people knowing the word of God. And I I think that's super important. Um, And and that, you know, definitely needs to happen in, in every church, I think. All right. As well as for me, you know, I, I've got a couple guys that I talk to uh, routinely. And, you know, it's kind of interesting because I, they're not they're not needing like a formal biblical counseling. You know, it's not like we're going to set up an appointment and we're going to go through this stuff and we're going to get some feedback from you. You know, you, the process of biblical counseling and then, you know, homework and all of that. Um, nothing like that is happening. With, with these guys, but I'm using what I know from biblical counseling to talk with them. And I just thought, you know, if I didn't have this training, I don't know how I would direct anything. Mm-hmm. It would just kind of be going off in, in whatever direction we want. But because I, I see kind of like what their need is, I'm able to address that as we, as we're talking. So this isn't always working towards like, okay, this is a biblical counseling session, but everything I'm doing now goes back to, like mentally, I'm going through like Y chart, three, you know, three trees diagram, like all of this stuff in my brain that is helping me to to get, you know, 
help for people that they need. And so I think that's where it's done. Also um, at TBC, through the training and everything else, we have almost 20 to 30 people who are um, almost on call ready for any kind of biblical counseling that needs that come up. So it's helped me tremendously because I'm able to hook people up with each other, uh, you know, a person who's in need with a biblical counselor to work with them. Right. Like nowadays with the corona situation, yeah. like people losing jobs and they're having some issue with their marriage and um, the needs for the counseling is yeah, it's skyrocketing right increasing now. right now. Then I think that pastoral team itself couldn't handle if you don't have that sort of ministry. Right. Then... I think we could handle it, but we'd probably burn out. It's, it's yeah, like a, one after another, like some people. Yeah, they just keep, it's coming, uh, you know, each week more and more people are, are needing counseling yeah. uh, for the counseling ministry. So when, you, when you're talking about like member care, um, I, I think at Tokyo Baptist Church, we, we have, and I see these different layers, like, you know, the first layer is, you know, the person with the small group, and they're, they're able to work with a small group. And by the way, most of the time, most of the people that are coming in for counseling, they're not connected to a small group or they're not coming to services regularly. Or maybe like they they don't feel comfortable to to be like open right. to everybody about their own Yeah, that's issue a, that's something, something we can that's that's something that's more, important in this country, private, you know, mm-hmm. um, environment. Yeah, Japan is is unique in that way. However, going on on the pastoral care, we have the first layer which would be small groups. Then we have a kind of more one-on-one talking with somebody like pastor to, to member. And then I would say after that is biblical counseling, the biblical counseling ministry. And then when it gets really uh, tough, then it's probably biblical counseling with, with one of our pastors. Hmm. So, yeah, ultimately, I think what you guys bring up is a really good point. And that's the sense that, the biblical counseling training is not so much to equip you to be a professional. It's it's to equip you to be a really good member of a local church. And and in part right. to, in your case, the sense of, of recognizing that so that that means you're implementing training and equipping that goes on uh, to help people care for one another, to speak the truth in love. I mean, and I think... To a certain extent, you know, that's what we're finding um, that the pandemic has done, in a sense, is churches that have depended so much on programs and have, de- and, and I, I call it sometimes pastoring programs versus people, and uh, those are the ones that have struggled the most, but, right. but you know, because when you, when you strip away buildings and you strip away programs and so on and so forth, what are you left with? The essential aspect of ministry, which is what? speaking the truth in love so that the body is going to be built up so that we're going to grow into the stature and full maturity of Christ. And Mm -hmm. it sounds like that's what you're giving testimony to uh, and that Mm -hmm. you're finding that even in the middle of a pandemic, um, your opportunities for ministry have Mm -hmm. increased and you have the people that actually know how to minister to the word in these situations. Mm -hmm. Would you say that's a right. f- fair assessment of what has been going on? Yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, and you know, we're really thankful for the technology that we have today right. that's allowing this to happen because if it wasn't there, we, we, we would be really out. Right. Nowadays, we, we are doing Zoom counseling. Right. But uh, people mm, living in Tokyo, they live very far away. Mm. Um, it's very hard to commute, come to church. So that um, we were telling them to actually come to church to get a counseling mm. before at least right. one time or two. But because of this um, pandemic that it, it kind of canceled out, but we just go ahead and start a Zoom meeting right. um, with them. But they're actually making people easy to, it's making it know, easier to, yeah. to, you know, do this. Yeah. Having a tech background, I remember specifically asking, uh, uh, Dr. Miller, when he was here, I, I was like, you know, is this okay? Is it okay to use like things like Zoom? And, and he's like, yeah, as long as everything is face to face, um, that that's the most ideal situation. Then, you know, you can probably go ahead and do it that way. And I, you know, it's kind of weird. There was I was kind of keen on asking those questions because it's it's helped. Well, that's great. Yeah, I'm thankful for for his advice. Mm. Well, maybe um, I didn't ask you this uh, ahead of time, but. Um, can you think of, as we uh, wrap this up a little bit and really enjoyed talking with you guys and um, would like to talk with you more uh, in the yeah. future, um, but um, one story, just a lot of what we talk about, we, we just talk about stories of grace. Uh, you know, these stories are God's stories uh, in people's lives, and but uh, a person in your church, uh, a situation, somebody that's gone through your training and equipping, but... Uh, just a story of grace, a testimony uh, that you guys uh, might want to share. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. One one couple is coming coming to mind right now, and uh, you know, for many years, I think they've struggled um, a lot, and um, I, I think that what the training has done is um, with with these with this particular couple has opened up. Um, opportunity for us to minister them in, in different ways. And the interesting thing was that it all started with, with just one, uh, one member of that couple. And uh, it, it moved into, well, let's, let's see if we can have both of them being counseled. And we weren't sure if we should do it separately or together. And then through, uh, you know, counsel from our pastors and prayer, we we're like, no, we really need to get these guys together and counsel them together. Um, and having like, pre, uh, for having biblical counseling as marriage counseling. And so we moved into that and, you know, things are, have, have changed in their life and growth has been seen that, you know, wouldn't have been accomplished, I think, unless we, we knew how to do it. And I think we know how to do it because of, of the training we've had. Yeah, it's that confidence. Uh, you don't, uh, you know, you don't have the answers for every problem, uh, but you have the confidence to know that there are answers to that problem, and that we can go to God's Word and we can figure this out together and walk side by side with one another. Um, and that's tremendous. So. Um, Jesse, as you guys, uh, you know, again, think about your ministry, and um, I'm sure there's a lot of needs. Uh, just in particular, anything that we can be praying for? A prayer requests, yeah. Um, please continue to pray for um, for Japan, especially the uh, stronghold that is here. 
Um, there's a lot of, I, you know, we feel there's a lot of spiritual attack that happens here. Hmm. And, uh, you know, the enemy does not want to see this place turn to Christ. Um, you know, you've heard, you've heard the statistics. It's only 2%. It's, you know, even, the, even in any church, you know, congregation, you, you look at those and like what percentage are really walking with the Lord. And I would say, um, you know, it's less than 2% here. So continue to pray for, for Japan so that, you know, we can keep, continue to reach out to people, um, especially with TBC's online services. You know, it's been uh, great. We've had a great response, and we just want to see that continue so we can continue to connect with people. Um, also continue to pray for the, the biblical counseling needs that are just increasing rapidly because of, because of what's happening with the corona pandemic. So that would definitely be another, another need. Um, and also pray for future conferences and trainings by OAC and others that we can, you know, get this moving in some way that's practical and going to happen again, due to the coronavirus, things are, are, are not, are not really moving as fast as they should be and could have been. Hmm. So I would say those are three big prayer requests. Well, Jesse, we really appreciate all that you're doing. And it's, uh, it's just encouraging to hear what God has uh, done in and through you and, and uh, Anna and just the, uh, the work of Tokyo Baptist Church. So it's very exciting. And, uh, you know, any, any role certainly OIC has to play in that is, a, is certainly a privilege. And uh, before I uh, uh, let you go, I, yeah. I need to run by a, um, a Japanese Christian artist by you. And I'm probably going to mess up the pronunciation. Oh, but, I wish my wife was here. She'd probably know more than me, but go ahead. Okay. Sado Watanabe. Are you familiar Watanabe. with Sato Watanabe? Uh, I probably, Sadao. Is that okay. right? Yeah, is sure. That, Sounds great. <laughs> S-A-D-A-O Watanabe? That's, cor- that's correct. Yes. I, I'm kind of, I'm cheating. I'm using, <laughs> I'm using Google. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't really know much about him, actually, to tell you the truth. So okay. you're kind of you're teaching me something here. Yeah, we uh, actually are. Um, I, you know, we shared with you uh, about my brother-in-law being in uh, Tokyo for a good number of years, and yeah. uh, he. Uh, so he came across this Christian artist, and he didn't create a. You know, he doesn't have a, a mass, uh, a large number of paintings. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, I'm actually, I'm actually staring at one right now. I, we, we have a painting wow. that my brother-in-law gave to us and, uh, and it's, it's of, uh, Jesus, um, washing the feet of Peter. And, oh, wow. uh, yeah. And it's, uh, you know, I mean, I mean, I think as, as anyone would look him up and, and see some of his artwork, it's, uh, it's, um, it's striking it's, and it's, uh, it presents a great picture and he's, you know, again, as you talked about the fact that, uh, when we talk about Japan, we're not talking about a large number of Christians. Right. And uh, so even more unique, a Christian artist. And uh, right. so so anyway, I thought I would just uh, shoot that across the bow and see what you might know. And, and uh, yeah, you can run that across, Anna, and maybe the next time we talk, we can talk a, a little bit more uh, about him. I'd love to hear you pronounce sure. that first name again, though. Sadao. Okay, I'll work on Sadao. that. Watanabe Sadao. Of course, they're going to reverse their last and first name. So okay. properly say Watanabe Sadao. All right, very good. But, but well, probably Jesse, my wife is better at it than I, <laughs> saying than I am. 
Well, wonderful. Well, thank you so much for your time. Yeah, thank you so much. This is BC Worldwide, a podcast of overseas instruction and counseling. You can learn more about the biblical counseling movement around the world at bcworldwide.org. There you will find encouraging and informative videos and articles. If you'd like to know more about the ministry of OIC, please go to our website, discoveroic.org. Will you consider giving to the efforts of OIC to train biblical counseling trainers around the world? If so, you can give electronically through our website. Additionally, if you would like to keep up to date on how you can pray for us, please go to our website and sign up to become an OIC insider at discoveroic.org. Join me next time here at BC Worldwide.